This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. All right, everyone, welcome to episode four, season five of College Dame Day. We are in party mode, celebration. Celebrate good times, come on. Defeated at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did it. Did it. Like, That's what Charlotte says. Did it. Yeah. Very exciting. So we did get finally our home opener win. Why can't these be the games that we start with? Build some confidence, get some reps in. This is what we just need to open our season with so we can continue the good trajectory. Yes, I agree. That's I, well, like that. And it used to be like, that's how it always was. Like, I don't know when it changed. It was but. until we started playing like Georgia Southern and losing to them. I mean, that's what happened last year. They were not, they weren't our first game. Well, the first game was the Ireland one. But then after that, we played two at home. We played like North Dakota or North Dakota State or someone, and then we played Georgia Southern. And we struggled with both of them. Georgia Southern was the game. He finally got the axe, but he had so yeah, yeah, it was like, I don't know, but I just feel like you they were trying to do that and it was that wasn't even working. So Yeah, no, but this probably, year we opened with Minnesota and yeah, yeah. Away. it I was know. very different. Yeah. Also I think I mean Minnesota should have won that game for sure. But it was very away game, I think. Yeah. What were your thoughts on let's start with offensive side of the ball. Harbor got the start. What were your thoughts? Well, we only turned the ball over once, so that if you are looking for any kind of victory on that, that is something to look for. Um I thought he took care of the ball a little better. Obviously, he didn't throw any interceptions. He did have a couple that, like, maybe could have, should have been picked off, but they weren't, so it's whatever. Um, But his first drive, he looked really good, and I was like, yes, like, you know, and then I don't know what it was. I mean, starting on your own three-yard line's hard, um, and then it's a very bad place to turn the ball over. Um, And then they just kind of had to, like, regain their like momentum I don't know what it was like why we struggled there after the first drive I mean I think well I was just gonna say I really credit Matt Rule for being willing to make the change because I think that was really important to just send a message and communicate to the team like we're gonna do what it takes to win like we're not gonna just put all of our eggs in the basket of, you know, Jeff Sims. Yeah. <laughs> um, was he, or, was you know, he injured? Because he was on the injury list. Yeah, so I, injured. Well, yeah. I wonder too, though, if that wasn't just like a nice excuse, like where they were like, oh, he's injured. We better try, try Harburg out and see what happens. Um, I think like what you were saying, he maybe looked a little shaky coming out there, but that's going to require him to get more reps. No, like, I thought he looked really good on the first drive, and then after he got that, like, blindside tackle and fumbled, yeah, uh, that's when he started getting shaky. But, yeah, I was confused on the whole because, like, I always – I Jeff Sims was on the injury report, so I thought 
that mm-hmm. Hark was starting because he was injured. But then Sims was out taking snaps before the game. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. You're hurt. <laughs> Go sit down. You're hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I wasn't quite sure yet what was going on there. But I did think, too, then, like, we – the first drive looked good. And then we struggled for a while. But then at the end of the game, we did stick with our run game. And, it's like, some holes opened up. And we kind of warmed. And it was kind of like old school Nebraska. Mm-hmm. It was like you, it might not be pretty. But if you get, you know, four yards every time, four or five yards, you keep moving the ball. And that's – Right. That was that was a plus, too. If we're, mm-hmm. for focusing on the pluses, that's – those are my yeah. takeaways. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Obviously, though, our passing game needs a lot of help. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous because <laughs> thankfully they have some butterfingers on the, their defense. Well, not actually their offense and defense. Their receivers and their defensive backs are terrible. So because I do think he would have had, Harburg would have had a lot more turnovers against okay. a more. Okay. Not even like a, a, an elite defense, just like a decent defense. So I'm a little bit nervous there. But yeah, I am I am happy that the turnover battle was essentially a zero now. We got our, our takeaway, so that was exciting. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how our offense continues to progress. I thought Irvin ran well. Grant came in and ran well. Bedone caught a couple passes after Michael Pep talked him from the couch. So, yeah. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Just doing his part. Was I he pep-talking or trash-talking? <laughs> well, I would consider it trash-talking. Michael said, no, it was. Approach. Yes, Michael said he just had to talk to him a little bit, and then he would play well so mm-hmm. yeah our defense again looked very good I was very happy with them okay I will say I this just came to mind I will say that after that one pass he had like over the middle that almost like the defender got his hand on and probably should have intercepted um I did notice he was putting the ball because he had like a long pass down the sideline and he put it like a little too far out. He was putting it in places where either no one was going to get it or only the receiver. So maybe that was like an adjustment he made, I guess, like more games, like time will tell. But I did notice that. So that was a good thing. Like he was like it scared him, you know, the almost pick. And mm-hmm. so he I thought he did make better choices after that. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking. I'm trying to find some good. In, in I mean, we did put up 35, so. Yeah, it kind of blew open in the fourth quarter, which yeah. I was hoping for, too. A little relaxation so I can have my snackies again. Yeah, <laughs> Give, exactly. like, appetite. Yeah. Like, it was such a swing of emotions. It was like, we go down and score right away. We're like, yes, back on track. And then we fumble at the three-yard line. And, like, they, like, thankfully, our defense held them to a field goal. But yeah. it was just like, very swingy. I mean, our defense backed them up because they end up getting – Obviously, yeah. he fell by him. Lombardi fell by on his own end, but then I think we sacked him on third down. So our defense moved him fell. back. He fell because our defense was rushing at him and he right. was scrampling backwards. So yeah, <laughs> there's some intimidation going on there. We had, right. we had several sacks that we didn't actually touch him. Touch. <laughs> we were we were like going for him and he was like panicking, scrambling, and fell down. So I think we have to be leading the nation in sacks. I think our tackling looks so much better this year. Like, I feel as though we also have, like, pursuit to the ball, too. So even in the case that our first guy either, like, can't completely get him down or he might miss it, other guys are right there immediately. Uh, So I think our defense looks pretty good. I'm excited to see how our defense goes against maybe not uh, Louisiana Tech, but the coming games. 
I um I really like Hartzog, Malcolm Hartzog. He um he had a couple where he it was like a shoestring tackle, like just reaching out and like trip the guy up enough to save like a couple first downs. Cause we went like we went three and out, and then the the second drive, I think they got like one first down, but they only had like it was either thirty or fifty rushing yards the whole game long. Because I think it was like fifty for fifty something for Colorado, fifty something for um Minnesota and then I think it was like 30 some we only allowed them like 30 some rushing yards um but yeah a lot of them a lot of like third down stops or whatever were just like yeah good tackling where in the past we don't tackle well and then they get first downs and then those little yards add up and then those turn into points so very um I agree I think our tackling looks a lot better um but yeah, I remember Malcolm Hartzog had a really nice one in the first half where you just tripped him up enough to stop him. Just like a real good hustle play, too. I think it was Newsom too that I think he originally had the interception, but he was out of bounds, which I saw immediately. I'm like, I'm like, he's out of bounds. But that's okay. It's a good play. But then he also had the um since he went up against a much taller, I don't know if it was a tight end or wide receiver. I think it was a tight end, but essentially the guy caught the ball, but the last minute he put his hand right through. And like pulled yeah. it out. Remember that play? That yeah. was really impressive. I was like, that's exactly how you play it. If you can't go up and like high point the ball as much as they can, because yeah. they're taller, let have them, them bring it to the work and get it out. Exactly. Let them do the work of yeah. catching and then just bring it out or like carry them out of bounds. Or that's, yeah, I actually saw like, um, was it the Colorado game or one of the games I was watching yesterday? Like the defenders were doing that. And it's like, it makes sense. Just let them do the yeah. work of catching and then take it away. Yeah. Not to hop back to offense again, but something else I was thinking about as we were talking is I want to continue to see how Harburg reads the keep or to give. Because a few times I'm like, oh, he pulled that and he should have definitely handed it off. And sometimes I'm like, wow, that was a really good read, like when he went in for his touchdown. So hopefully he gets better at that. Um, Do you guys think that he will continue to get the start? Yes. I mean, why not? He. That's how I feel about it. But I mean, if there really is an injury, I just didn't know if you thought maybe no because even even when the turnover happened mm-hmm. um when he like got hit as he was like trying to throw or whatever and it was a fumble matt the the guys came off the field and matt rule was yelling at the line he was like protect your quarterback like so it was like not he didn't you know fall hard blaming him right so mm-hmm. i do think he if you take that away then there was no turnover so i do think he gets to continue yeah. starting how about us taking a timeout right away and then only having 10 men on the field? I was like, oh, no, here we go. Yeah. He was livid. But, uh, what What is, like, with his lips? I have like, never noticed that before. But, like, I, like it was making me, like, lick my own. That was, like, like. Hey, he needs to have, like, one of those water bottles. They looked dry or what? Oh, he was, like, <laughs> somebody put that. This is what he did. Okay. So he was licking his lips like obsessively, constantly, constantly. And I'll maybe it's a nervous tick, Amy. Some people like have little quirks like that. Like no, but that if it is like that's fine. I'm come. I'm not like upset with him. But like if it's not, somebody get the man some water or some chapstick. Yeah. That was like he needs like a personal person that has you know like when the gals or the guys come over with the water bottle and the children have to yeah. open that is like open the mouth. You know, it yeah, really just me because like I was. I was like, is it just me? Is this like excessive? And then all the fan things were like, get the man some chapstick or like get it like 
what's going on? And someone like put the little cow meme where the cow's like, <laughs> it's like it was true. It was like it made me like feel bad for him. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe he'll have some sideline water now. Yes. Yeah, maybe he'll know. Or maybe like a little chapstick person too. You know, like the she has a water bottle in one hand and a chapstick tube in the other hand. Just like there you go. Mirror on there. I'd do that job if I could be on the field. Right. Yeah. Bert's bees. Here's an opportunity for you. Yeah. Exactly. Capitalize on it. Well, overall, was exciting. Got the W. Hopefully, we carry this momentum now through the rest of the season. Um, this week was not supposed to be that good of a week for matchups. Like, next, this coming week looks really strong. But actually, there were some great games going on. Um, I want to start with Missouri and Kansas State. Did anybody get to watch this game? Yeah. We did watch the end of it. We were driving to Lexington for the Kentucky game, and I had it pulled up on my phone on the YouTube TV app and we were watching it and I was like swerving all over I-64 because I was like trying, cause then they kept getting the penalty getting backed up and they still were going to kick it. And I'm like, okay. So we did see the field goal, which was incredible. Oh, I mean, what a way to end that game. I can't believe it. I was watching the, I was telling Michael to flip over to it because there was some other game we were on. I'm like, we need to go to this game. So we were watching it kind of throughout, and I'm still confused because there was a flag thrown. After the game, the refs got together. I think the refs yeah. were like, not worth it. People like had stormed the field. I know. They were like, storming the field, and they're like, eh, let's just <laughs> Whatever. So that's why I'm like, he clearly throws a flag. So I'm like, no, the like it was Missouri fans throwing yellow towels down on the that's field. What what the commentators backed it up, and they were like, you clearly see a yellow, something yellow is flying in here. Oh, yeah. And so they were but trying to determine punch. what it was. But yeah, I don't know that they were ever very clear on whether it was a flag or just like a piece of litter from the crowd. That's what I, thought too, is I was like, oh, it's a pom pom or like a towel. But then you see yeah. the rest arm go like this. So maybe it was just like perfect timing where like a happened so, to happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think they went to the side and they're like, I didn't throw one. Me neither. Like <laughs> the guy's like, uh, it wasn't me. Let's go. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know that they wanted to like get everybody off anyway. But um like, for yeah, it was, like the field was like instantly swarmed. But um but that was a yeah. That whole and that whole like delay of game backing them up too to making it like an even longer even longer field goal. Yeah. The um the return man like I think me and the return man the second he kicked it I was like that is good I knew it was long yeah. enough straight on and the return guy did too because he just stood there and like watched <laughs> it go over like and no no pick six glory or no kick six glory for him. Nope. Yeah, that was. If the ball was coming in low enough though, would you be allowed to jump up and knock it down if you could? Yeah, that'd be amazing. That'd be that'd be exciting. That's finish. like that. It would be like really blocking it. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to actually go through the upright. That it would be. Like you have to have a really high jump. Possible. I know it's yeah, not. Yeah, like you have to be like eight feet tall and have a yeah. pretty impressive pickle. Yes. But no, it's not logical or anything. But I was just like thinking yeah. about it. Kind of yeah, that that's a, that's a block to me. You know, it's not like goaltending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Swat. There's no goaltending, yeah. Um, the other one that I would like to say I called, but I think a lot of people did, So, but the Tennessee-Florida. I was, like, going into this, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Florida easily took down Tennessee. But did you yeah. see at the end the controversy? Tennessee was clearly going to lose, and then Heupel took a timeout. Do you see what happened then? 
Well, didn't the quarterback knee it and then somebody like hit him and then they broke out into a fight? broke into a huge fight and I'm pretty sure one of the floor players took like a full and like was like out there like boxing people so I'm like now people are going to be ejected for the next game I'm like why why when you're going to lose right do you take a time like I get if you're like they're trying to you know run the clock out and you're like okay time that makes sense but you're clearly mm-hmm. gonna like why would you do that when tensions are so high like mm-hmm. nothing good's gonna happen like why would you do that yeah. yeah I don't know but the game I was at this the same thing happened So Kentucky beat Akron and it was, you know, there was like eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was like 35 to three, I think. Um, And the Akron coach called three timeouts, like right in a row, like one after the other. And I'm like, even if you score on this, like you're still going to lose. Everyone in the stadium was like, this is such bad sportsmanship, you know, like just calling timeout after timeout and just prolonging the end of the game. It's already like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Everyone wants to go home. <laughs> just, I don't know. People want to go to it dinner. Weird. <laughs> I thought there was like some kind of like code where coaches like understood, you know, that you just don't yeah. do that. But apparently not. <laughs> apparently it's He's probably trying to make someone angry because he was frustrated or something yeah exactly yeah. but it was getting really chippy too so that like there had been several like scrums already and I'm like what are you doing like you're just adding fuel to the fire but yeah it was weird because I thought the same thing it's like what are you doing another really close game that I thought Florida State looked really good last week but they struggled against Boston College mm-hmm. who lost to Northern Illinois so I thought that was kind of an interesting matchup that they had such a hard time being they only beat Boston College by I think it was two or three two point. 39. it was two, two yeah you know? so 29 29 so I that one kind of surprised me a little bit and I feel like Boston I College kind of blew it I thought it was three points I thought it was 31 28 but um yeah I feel like too though like some teams play to their competition too yeah. and so it's like I mean, I remember back in the 90s when everyone wanted to beat us, everyone's best game was against us. Like, you know, we had to stay on top because everyone played their best game against us. And um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's a situation. I didn't really watch. I was watching, I was flipping between the Syracuse-Illinois game, which if you look at the score, you can be like, what? They played Purdue. Okay, who did Illinois play then? Penn State. Oh, Penn State. Penn, Penn State. State. I'm talking about the Illinois Penn State game. Yeah, not the okay. Purdue. I didn't watch that okay. one. Um, Illinois like didn't impress me, but neither did Penn State because Illinois turned yeah. the ball over I think five times, and twenty something of Penn State's thirty points were off of turnovers. So, I, yeah. I, Illinois just like completely. It kind of made me mad because I had some players from Illinois on my, and they couldn't because I have that Williams that receiver, but um, it was like turnover after turnover after turnover. So I didn't. I feel like I couldn't even get a good read on the game because I didn't know what like. I, I'm just trying to say I don't. I wasn't impressed with Penn State. I think they're beatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there weren't many teams that I'm like they don't look beatable because Georgia. Yeah. struggled against South Good. Carolina and same thing without Spencer Rattler's like big interception it's a very close game yeah Alabama is really struggling with their quarterback situation yeah really beat South Florida um Texas Colorado which everyone's high on I I don't think they're that good but they 
overtime, Colorado State. Like, yeah. there really isn't a team this year that I'm like, looks unbeatable. No, Colorado State gave Colorado that game. Like, yeah. you take the, first of all, the decision not to go for it on fourth down. I said he is going to regret this. He should have gone for it on fourth down in regulation. It was like a yard and a half. Um, like, your offense was moving the ball. He should have gone for it there. He should not have given Colorado the ball back. Then they're their personal fouls that number eight that got ejected. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then another kid came in and hit like the, the first overtime Colorado basically got the ball within the five yard line without doing anything at all because of personal fouls. Um, like that was the most frustrating. The second that Colorado scored and got that two point conversion, I was like, it's over because you, you gave them hope and let them back in. And now they've yeah. got, momentum you're they were toast I yeah. knew it. made me so mad they I know I was so disappointed because I came home that game ended after 2 a.m my time yeah so I was like I just gotten home and I was gonna take a shower before I went to bed and so right before I got in the shower I checked the scores and I saw that Colorado State was up eight but there was still like a minute left and I was like oh no so I like took my shower, got out of the shower, checked again. And I saw that they'd gone into overtime. And at that point I was like, Colorado's going to win because the longer this game goes on, the more likely it's going to go Colorado's way. So mm-hmm. I didn't even stay up for the end of it. I just checked it this morning when I got up and I was like, yep, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. But they're 100% beatable. If Colorado, yeah. State, yeah. Colorado State should have won that game. So I just can't wait for them to get beat, yeah. beat bad. Like Oregon next. Well. So yeah, they, I mean, it's coming. I don't know which game it's going to be, but it's definitely coming. I think what frustrates me too about that game is so Colorado state kicked a field goal to field goal. Right. And it was like, it was a long one, like 48, 49, 50 or so yards, but they kick the field goal. It's good. There's a flag. There's a personal foul on Colorado because they had um, center interference or roughing the the snapper. That's what it was. um, Roughing the snapper. And so you get 15 yards closer. So they take the field goal off. But you're, and I'm like, and I turn to Michael and I'm like, Colorado is going to somehow come out of this on top. Yeah. And yeah. sure enough, the next play, almost picked, dropped. Play after that, Colorado um, returns it for a pick six. And I'm like, I knew it. I'm like, I honestly, and I know this is not good football. But in my mind, I was like, just take the field goal. Like, decline the penalty. Take the three yeah. points, which makes zero sense, I understand. But I just had this feeling I was like, Colorado is going to somehow get out of this and it's going to benefit them after a 15. And it did. So after the penalty, it gave them a first down is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So Colorado State okay. had three okay. points. They moved the field goal, but then yeah. they came back on the field I mean, 15 yards closer. I guess that's the only reason you would ever consider taking points off the board. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you, Laura. I'm just conservative enough that I'd be like, yeah, I'll decline yeah. that. You made <laughs> it. Take good enough. I feel like it. And I feel like if women were coaches, the press conference, like the post game press conference would be so different. I had a feeling in my gut that yeah. um, I, I, I just, didn't like that. was telling yeah. me that I should not do that. I need yeah. to listen to it next time. That's right. Anyway, um, what does everyone, now that we've kind of seen, you know, we've got three weeks under our belt, we've kind of seen the different quarterbacks, no teams looking super shiny. What are your thoughts on a way too early Heisman prediction? Hmm. Harburg. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. Let's let's go for a defensive player from Nebraska and we'll just bring back the hope for a defensive player to get in. I mean, I will say I realize their competition was not good yesterday, but 
Penix looked really good from Washington. I know he's been mentioned a lot, so I think he's in the running for sure. I think there's a lot of Pac-12 quarterbacks that are in the running. Yes. Because let's be honest, quarterbacks have an advantage over yeah, everyone else. They like to give it to quarterbacks, even yeah. though that's dumb in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of Pac-12 quarterbacks have a shot. Um, so yeah, Bo Nix. Um, because they've won like every single game by, and again they haven't really played played like some stiff competition, but um, yeah. Bonick stats are up there. I don't know. There's several in the Pac-12. I would say one of them are the front runner, probably. Well, I'm sure um, Caleb Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Although it's very or- difficult to run to win it twice, and so I just if Bryce Young didn't do it last year, I, I think. You know, it's going to be hard for even Caleb Williams to do that, but he's yeah. an option, I guess. Um, I was wondering what you guys thought about. Okay, first of all, I thought I read somewhere that Travis Hunter left the game injured. Yeah. He so he didn't play the second half. Oh, he did come back. So he, he actually fumbled the ball, and okay. Colorado State had a return touchdown off of it. Um, and he was a little injured. He came out for a little bit, went back in, and then after the game, he went to the hospital. Okay, so I'm wondering a little bit about him just because there's so much buzz around how much he's playing every game and, you know, playing defense and offense. And I think because of that hype, I could see him being a contender as well. Obviously not if he's yeah, hurt, think, but I mean, I if he comes back game, and plays as well. I think it's catching up to him, though. I think he's pretty soon going to have to pick either limit snaps on both sides or just pick right. offense or defense because you can already tell he's okay. getting banged up. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be, and he's going into more conference play. Like it's going to get harder teams. I just, I don't think he's going to sustain the whole season. Okay. Okay. Well, those are my thoughts anyway. My preliminary Heisman thoughts. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. I disagree. Yeah, you are wrong. (laughs) Here's why. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised by this week's games. They were better than I was expecting. And it's actually really nice too. I got to watch most of the Nebraska game because... Emmy went down early enough and Charlotte actually stayed with grandma and grandpa and the cousins. So I, for like the first time in a long, long time, got to like sit down and watch a full game and we won. So it was a very exciting weekend for me. I'm hoping it's similar to net this coming weekend. We face Louisiana tech confident in our uh, scoring abilities. Also, Megan, you were one point off. Um, uh, you had predicted the score 35, 10 and had they not gone for a two point at the end of the game. <laughs> You would have nailed it. So, well, I had a close. feeling in my gut that I should have exactly. said 11 and I just didn't listen to it. I just didn't. I didn't. All I know yeah. is that I'm, I'm majorly lowering our offensive output um, because yeah. I uh, just give them too much well, credit. You had less, you had 27 points for Nebraska and I had 24. So, actually, oh. Megan went with the highest offensive. Well, I guess, credit. yeah, at the end, the way the first quarter went, though, I was like, Mm-hmm. For the second, did we did we score again before halftime, or was it seven three going into? Mm. Yes, yeah, it? So it was seven three. It was seven three going in. Yeah. All right, Megan. Since you were Miss Winner for this week's score prediction, why don't you give us your take and score for the Louisiana Tech game? Okay. Well, I know nothing about Louisiana Tech, so <laughs> once again, this will. Kind of be just shooting from the hip here, but 
But I will say, hmm, 38-8. I'm going to go with a, a two-point conversion for the other team again. 38-8. 38-8. All right. Amy, what do you think? Or they could get two field goals on a safety. No, they won't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Our offense doesn't need that. Okay. That would put us back. Um, I'm just like, maybe Matt Rule will have fixed some issues. Okay, I am going to go. Actually, I'm going to do exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm going to say 43-13. Okay. I do think our defense will do well, but they'll get tired. Mm-hmm. At the end, just, yeah. Okay. Okay. Actually, no. Okay. I'm going to say we have a shutout. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to speak it into existence. Okay. Okay. 43-0. Okay, I like it. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 35-6. Okay. Right in the middle there. So, I think we hold them to two field goals. That's going to be my goal. So... Um, it does look like they, I took a quick look at Louisiana Tech's um, last couple scores. Eh, they look like they can put up some points, but maybe have a harder time against a good defense. So, yeah, hopefully we can we can hold them there. All righty. Well, let's keep the good vibes going. We will talk to you all next week, and go Big Red. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.